0: Hey, going everyone! I'm Danny Boy. I'm the host of one of Australia's favourite horror podcasts, The Creepy Crap Podcast. The show is quick, it's simple, and it's Australian. The show covers a wide range of horror movies, from the good to the bad, the new to the old, and every second episode is an Australian movie, whether it be horror, exploitation, or something else. The podcast has got it all. And if you want to follow it, you
1: can get it at TikTok, Instagram, Discord, and YouTube. You can get it all at one word at the Creepy Crap Podcast. I'm even on Letterboxd at the Creepy Crap Pod. The show is on all the major podcast
0: apps, so if you feel like showing some love, if you're willing, i love a five-star review, but no pressure. I don't know what else to say, but thanks for listening to me. Hope you check out the podcast. It's the Creepy Crap Podcast. Anyway, have a good bloody day. See you later. Well, uh, I do apologize. Uh, as per usual, I did not plan appropriately, but I did... That's okay. I did get my pigs in a blanket. Um, so I have these large hot dogs from uh, Von Hansen Meats in Minnesota. Shout out to Von Hansen. If you guys want to sponsor us, totally down with it. Uh, even just I think so
1: down. They can send me some meat.
0: Oh my God, it's so good. Like, And I think part of it like that I'm enjoying this so much is the hot dog itself. Because as a kid... Ew. I don't know how you felt. I, I personally never really liked pigs in a blanket. Something about it. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like I just wanted a regular hot dog, like in a bun. Um, there was something about the Pillsbury, like Crescent rolls that like were 99% of the time used, um, that I just didn't like. They either got too hard or like not cooked enough and they were a little too dense. And so when I thought this up, I'm like, I'm gonna use the puff pastry. I'm gonna go back to our old friend puff pastry, and see what they've got in store. And uh, so far, uh, it's like McDonald's. Oh. I'm loving it. That's.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that was like, as in a, you thought McDonald's was better as a kid, and now you're like. Oh. No, no.
0: I I thought I'd give the audience a second to like work out the pun in their own mind before I just like threw it in their faces and.
1: Sometimes a a minute.
0: Maybe I didn't think that through properly. Um, This is also for anyone who's curious about my my mood. I had a long day, and so uh, this is what we're referring to as a pregame episode, where uh, Matt started testing certain drinks and such beforehand. (laughs) So I'm ready to go. I'm all limbered up and
1: ready to uh, rock and roll. Yeah,
0: Um, I've uh, I've had a. A few different drinks. I kind of, I think I got this one right. It's, I mean, I, I keep following recipes and they don't seem to turn out quite as well as I wanted. I even added some, uh, different, well, I should start off by saying that I did not follow almost the entire recipe for the drink, which never seems to go as we want. Um, okay. I didn't use the, I am using tequila. I didn't use the brand. Well, I don't think they specified a brand. But it's it's bottom shelf. I also couldn't find um cord chor, chordin? Chorbin? Oh um, the Chambord? Chambord, thank you. Um I've never heard of that. I think I've seen the bottle before, but the yeah. the store I went to, I'm, I'm like, first of all, that looks incredibly expensive. <laughs> so yeah. So I went with um classic Phillips uh, blackberry brandy. Uh, also bottom shelf, but tasty as hell. Yeah, And I also, uh, when you and I were texting about this, uh, I had mentioned grenadine and you actually were smart and looked up what the true blood soda was. And uh, I also, well, I figured I couldn't find that, but I ended up going with, um, for anyone who's curious, (laughs) excuse me, Um, for anyone who's familiar, especially with sparkling ice uh, carbonated water, very delicious, almost zero calories, but they have partnered with Starburst, and they make a whole line oh. of... Yeah, so if you're like me and you like the cherry and strawberry Starburst, uh, you can go get them in ice water forms, and uh, I put that in my drink. Uh, and basically, one of the only ingredients I had that was actually okay. in the recipe was lime juice. <laughs> but, I mean, it's here. It's That's fair. It's going.
1: That's fair. I... Did not go with the sham board either, so I
0: probably a good call.
1: looked up what options I could do to replace. It's like, oh, you could do either just like a raspberry liqueur of some kind or just raspberry syrup. and I was like, mm, cheaper mm-hmm. option. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do it. Could not, for the life of me, find raspberry syrup at the frickin' store? I don't know why, just couldn't find it. So I was like, okay, well, I have strawberry syrup and grenadine, so I'll just mix the two. Nice. And that'll be like berry fruity enough. Mm-hmm. And then I was going to look for like the blood orange San Pellegrino. Ooh, yeah. Couldn't find that either. Couldn't find anything no. blood orange. No. Okay. So I get, I and I'll i admit
0: I gave up on with, that right away.
1: I went with my favorite Spanish Mexican soda, Jarritos, yes. and did Mandarin to get that orange flavor. And then I, the rest I, was the same.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I was going to do that, and then I um I remembered that I had the Starburst things at home, and I'm like, well, they're fizzy, they're fruit. yeah, they're fruit adjacent. <laughs> they've uh they've done and I feel like it works. It, Yeah, I feel like it does actually play perfectly into the theme of this week because we're both sort of making do. Like we're shifting the shape of the drink we were supposed to be making. And yes. Yeah, for anyone who's listened before, we play pretty fast and loose with the rules in terms of ingredients. We do. Yeah, so it's all good. And
1: yeah, it works. As long as you enjoy what you were drinking, it works out. And yeah, you know, we're not. We're not sticklers for it being a certain thing.
0: It's yeah, it's all about having fun, you know. Yeah, just uh, yes. exchanging ideas, trying something new, having something great, and um, I mean, in terms of things that I thought I messed up so far, this one's working out pretty good.
1: Oh, good. Yeah,
0: I did even add a little bit. Like the recipe calls for, uh, like you had mentioned, the the like soda water at the end. You kind of top it off. Yeah. And I hadn't thought about that until after I was actually shaking the whole concoction. And I'm like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, that's going to make this go completely flat. <laughs> so then I did this add a, a little. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, that's why they say that. So I did add a little bit more. So there's just a, a nice little fizzy bite to it, but otherwise a very fruity and smooth
1: drink. Good, good.
0: Yeah. And I feel like that's. Like, we've gone on long enough already about just the treats are. For anyone who's not sure what the hell this is, this is Peculiar Pairings. Hello!
1: Hello! Welcome.
0: Welcome. Yeah, thank you for joining
1: us. My name is Matt. I'm Celine, and we're here every week to tell you a fun story and give you some food-drink pairing of our own creation or imagination.
0: Yeah, presumably the whole point is that both the the pairing itself will be odd and the the pairing with the story will be peculiar. So uh, if that's your thing, then here we are. <laughs> Thanks for joining yeah. us. Yeah. I'm not, not going to go through a whole long list, but I just wanted to thank everybody who's been following us on Instagram and, yes. uh, and just engaging with us. It's uh, we've been expanding more into the whole community of podcasts and it is a, it is a wonderful place. So thank you everybody.
1: And as I'm trying to be better about posting and interacting Oh, yeah. To, well, and, I am very bad at posting all of our episode stuff on the day I actually release the episode, so I'm trying to be better.
0: I've, I'm still trying to catch up on... I just... I, I really think I need to talk to a doctor about, like, some kind of medication for, like, ADHD or something because I have... Like, all day, I think to myself, like, I should really go through all my old photos of all of, like, the pairings we've done because I'm still behind on, like, posting things for past episodes. And I've yeah. done, like to and I'm like just do it like all you got to do is just sit down and do it like you can turn the tv on if you want to have something going on in the background kind of keep that part of your brain occupied while you do the thing but uh that's also why I feel bad like if anyone was expecting a specific shout out this week I feel bad I did not uh take the time to prep like specific shout outs but um We have been joining a lot of people in a larger community that I wasn't expecting. Even even after we had started like talking with One Nothing Podcast and and like her whole kind of crew, then we got invited to this new chat group and like there's just so many more people to interact with than I expected. And I've been trying to find everyone that we've been talking with and like post their episodes to my story and like the peculiar pairing story and everything. And it's like there's just so many people.
1: I don't think I'm as good at Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. It's, well, it does get to the point where like, it becomes like a full-time job. It does.
0: Well, and that's the hard balance that you try to find when you're starting out. Yeah. It's like, we both st- have
1: to work. This is not right. our, this is not our day job. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Which you would be great. Not say. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hit us up on all the podcast places. People go to, uh, you know, uh, like Apple and google and whatnot and give us five stars and yeah give us a review hopefully positive i mean be honest but you know glowing would be for yeah help us help us rise the ranks and uh you know maybe we can we did chat earlier today about having like our own mixologist and i'm like wouldn't that be great because i always have like ideas for what i want
1: but i don't know
0: anything about like the chemistry of making a drink so i'm like i wish there was someone that i could just say this is what's in my head make this a drink and then they can go you got it boss and i'm like hooray
1: I would love that where we have like, this would be like my dream one day is where ideally we'd have to live in like the same state or at least somewhat close.
0: I'll move to Colorado. You don't have to twist. my. I'm so (laughs) fucking sick of winters up here. I'm in my head since we started doing this. That's where I am. I've even thought about like different times where I could like fly down to like do an episode. Like we could just like backlog a bunch of episodes. Um, but I, again, I'm just not in a financial place where I could do that, but
1: that's the I dream. mean, would the post office move you to Colorado? Like, oh, yeah. do they do
0: that? Oh, oh yeah. No, as, um, yeah, I, I moved out. Yeah, you can transfer essentially anywhere you want. The I mean, only... you did
1: transfer recently, so I feel like that's exactly. maybe not the best.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. I, I think I'll have to look into that. I'm not sure. I've been here for multiple years already, so I'm pretty sure I can transfer without any issue. Um, the, the main problem, and, uh, I'm not taking a dig at anybody. So like post office, don't fire or sue me, please. Uh, but as far as I know, like the, the wage is flat across the entire, uh, country. So Uh, hypothetically, yeah, you could go to New York, you could go to LA, you could live on a beach in California, you know, you could go out to the keys. Um, you could go to Hawaii, But a lot of those places have significantly higher cost of living, but you get paid the same. So I um, I
1: see there. Yeah, that's a big difference.
0: Yeah. And I don't think that like Colorado in general is necessarily that much higher than like those places, but certainly higher than where I live right now. Yeah. You know, who knows? Maybe, yeah, maybe this will take off and then we can ha- we can like create a studio and just do whatever we want and
1: See, that's what I'd want. Is I'd want like That'd a whole awesome. like little studio set up. I would mm-hmm. make it. I would put it like in the backyard. I think, kind of like mm-hmm. in the way that your dad has the barn. Yes. We'd have like our little studio in some sort of shed space. I a feel she like shed. we've got to have like yes, a little she shed. Yeah. A podcasting shed. Yeah. I'm going to explain all my podcasting hopes and dreams to everyone. Okay. Do it. Do it. Manifesting. We're going to have like a little fire pit out front because you have to have a fire pit. Yes. Ideally, we would have to have the land to do this. So that would probably require moving outside of like Mm. city limits, Mm -hmm. which is very doable. Mm. That would be doable. But then, like, that way you have, like, the space because I feel like you need the space for this. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be
0: encroached upon by, like, the suburban or, like, urban kind of noise and light pollution and whatnot. Yes. You want to feel like you have your own space.
1: I feel like our shed has to have a nice little bar area. Oh, yes. Where we can have, like, shells of, like, just all the liquor of all the stuff we, like, gather and collect as we make drinks. And that mm-hmm. is where our bartender lives behind the bar. Lives. He doesn't go home. He doesn't have a family. No, no, he's no, just behind yeah. the bar. He,
0: he just you, no, no, no. We need him. No, important detail. He used to have a family.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: not anymore. They
1: disappeared mysteriously and we don't know what happened to them, but nobody yeah, asked I don't know. They, they got, yeah.
0: I would prefer that he be like a ghost. So we have kind of like a shining situation going mm. on where like,
1: not even necessarily yeah. that
0: we did anything to his family, but he's gone or they're gone. And he is for whatever reason, maybe he's alive, maybe he's not, but he's forever tied to the bar. Yes. And and he always acts like he's really happy to be there, but secretly on the inside, he's being tortured.
1: I feel like he's got to kind of be like a bit of the personality of your sarsaparilla man. Oh, okay. He's got to have a mustache. That is the requirement is the mustache with the wax. Twirled up mustache.
0: Oh, can I help you? Sure, it's been a while. Yeah. (laughs) And he's got this smile on his face and his his cheeks are just like twitching because he has to always smile. And just a single tear just goes down his cheek. And she's like, well, what can I get for you? Yeah. He's like, no, I'm happy. Yeah. And it gets caught in the hook of his mustache. (laughs) I don't know why this has to be so sad, but like if we're going to have... Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to have a dream. You need to have the details.
1: Yes, we have a nice little bar area. I feel like it's got to be big enough that we could also just have like gatherings. Yes, for sure. But, you know, have a lot of nice soundproofing stuff that kind of like blends in. Yeah. I definitely love the idea of like, a really cool, like, neon sign and like artwork for yeah. the background. Yeah. To so someday do video, oh, have yeah. like a light set up, and then just like comfy chairs and little like podcast mic arms and a place where I can like look at my laptop or like read from like a tablet for notes and stuff. But I... then a little side table for drinks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like or coffee side table. table. I feel like since we've already gone to the point where we have maybe an undead bartender, we may as have like ghoul servants who will just like hold the laptop. Uh you know, like yeah, you know, since we're going that dark anyways, may as well go all the way (laughs) just to have like, oh boy. Or, you know,
1: (laughs) I feel like either way, there has to be a bathroom attendant that just pops up when you least expect it.
0: Yeah, mint, sir? Uh, mint, no. no. Yeah. Oh, Jesus.
1: You're like washing your hands. There's nobody there. And then you look up and they're in the mirror and they're like, mint? And you're like, Jesus yeah. Christ.
0: Yes, you do that. Yeah, you do that thing where you're like, got to get ready for a show. Got to get those jitters out. You splash some water on your face. Yeah, and when yeah. you stand up, oh my God. I've been here the whole time, sir. You have? To? You have? Yes. Why is the bathroom suddenly bigger than the whole barn? Oh. <laughs> You don't remember what barn, sir? This is a casino. Casino. Yes. I do kind of want it to be like tied to some sort of wormhole or like black hole where it just like shifts into other things randomly.
1: It just shifts into like what you need it to be. <gasps> yeah, yeah.
0: It oh, it's like the um from Harry Potter the the
1: bigger room. on the inside than it appears. Well,
0: well, that's Doctor Who. I the the room. Oh well, well, I guess it's both. The, that's the both. Room, The Room of Necessity or whatever it was.
1: Yes. It pops up when you need it and it's only for those who need it. Yes. Right,
0: yeah, and it, it like will kind of appear wherever, so it's never necessarily like in one spot, but yeah, the room, some like Room of Necessity, there are a Something bunch of like nerds, that. yeah, there are a bunch of nerds who are just screaming at their podcasting things, like, it's called this, you dumb bastard, I'm like, I only read the books once, I'm sorry.
1: So I'm imagining that our shed is magic and bigger on oh, the it's... inside than it appears I... on the outside, so you walk in and then it's like, ooh, this is a I, huge space.
0: I am really glad that you remembered what started that because I was in such a Harry Potter zone and I was <laughs> literally daydreaming back to scholastic like, school. Which house cars. am I in? Oh, man. I remember getting like Goosebump books and stuff. I forgot about that. No. So for the, for the shed, what you do is you need a space where you can have like a big um, like shrubbery if that's a thing that, like, Americans do. But, like, where, like, the... You don't have a fence, but you have just, like, a bunch of shrubs or, like, big trees. And then you have what looks like a small little shed entrance that's, like, kind of... It appears to be overgrown by the shrubbery. So it oh, looks like a little shed. Okay. But yeah. then behind it is it's, like, this huge barn. So when you walk in, you're like, oh, my God, it's so huge in here. And you're like, yeah, we did that on purpose. Yeah. yeah. Are we...
1: We have time to figure this out.
0: Look, we'll probably be dead before any of this would ever actually come to fruition. So, you know,
1: I can dream. I can have goals. Yeah,
0: exactly. Goals are the yeah. Goals and dreams are the only thing that keep this kind of thing running. So
1: you got to keep with it. Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, for anyone who was curious what we're talking about, uh, we have prepared some pigs in a blanket. I have used puff pastry instead of the the standard um, Pillsbury Doughboy crescent roll things. I did the crescent rolls. Is that like your preferred method? It's your favorite?
1: Typically, yeah. So I used Hebrew National hot dogs. because I'm picky about my hot dogs.
0: Fair enough. Shout out to Hebrew National.
1: Hebrew National. Sponsor us. Mm -hmm. I use their hot dogs just because I like that. Like they're all beef and just a little higher quality. Sure. Plus, they are also the only ones Gabriel will eat. So,
0: is, is he is he Jewish?
1: No. Okay. Isn't that He's like just him? picky about his meats. All right, fair enough. I
0: mean, yeah, you know that they're gonna be good. I mean, that's that's the whole. That's why they have such a good reputation.
1: Yes. So I to that, and then I always liked mine with a little bit of cheese. So I got some American oh. cheese and threw that in there. Very nice. And then I only had a pack of six hot dogs and I had eight croissant rolls. Oh yeah. So then I threw some cheese and tomato in the last two to just use up all my stuff.
0: Oh, okay. It's it's like like okay. veggie. Yeah, veggie pigs in a blanket. That works. I uh <clears throat> tofu tofu pigs. No, we'll figure something out. Um I um I'm doing something that I don't think is very healthy. I also, uh, as I mentioned before, I had uh, Von Hansen Meats hot dogs. Excellent hot dogs. If you're in Minnesota, I don't think they're any further out, but they have a few uh, locations around the area. Very good hot dogs. Um, But I didn't realize when I went to the store that it's a pack of six and they're they're kind of longer hot. They're not like foot long dogs, but um, I did not think. Yeah. And so I started unrolling the, the puff pastry and just took one of the hot dogs and just was like, I just set it on the edge. And I'm like, okay, that's the length. I'm just going to go all the way to the edge of the dog. And um, <clears throat> I unrolled the rest of it. And the other two didn't have enough to fully like wrap around. And I was like, oh my God. I'm like, am I about to eat an entire slab of puff pastry? <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I necessarily need to eat all of them tonight. But as I was like rolling them out, I'm like, if I'm going to make all of this right now, I should try a variety of things. So I had one. The first one that I made was was just like a standard pigs in a blanket. I just rolled it up. Yeah. And then the other two, I'm like, oh, I do have some garlic and onions. I put some garlic inside Ooh. one of them and some onions inside the other. And so far, it's working out very well. I, I highly recommend that. Yeah, and I didn't put like... An uh, an egg bath on on any of them or anything like that, but so far it's working. I, didn't now, I got either. some, I got some mustard and uh, and some ketchup, so it's fine. And then uh, nice. our our drink is going to kind of tease up the the episode itself. Uh, it's basically tequila, um, whatever. Say that again. Sham Sham brand Shamboard. Sham um, did not use that, but apparently a raspberry liqueur, <laughs> and then some lime juice. And True Blood, which, uh, thanks to you, you, you found out was like blood orange soda pop? Yeah. It's pretty cool. And uh, mix that all together, and it creates a drink known as the Shapeshifter. And, yeah. And, uh, Celine, what are we talking about this week that would lead us to have a drink called the Shapeshifter?
1: We're talking about Skinwalkers, and a little bit more specifically, Skinwalker Ranch.
0: Which, uh... Dun, 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 like, dun. I was going to say, it like... <clears throat> it's one of those things that has been covered a lot, but it's just so intriguing that, it, like, there's always something new to talk about. There's some kind of new detail to delve about. It's just fun to hear about.
1: It is. So, my sources for today are history.com, legendsofamerica.com, and utah.com. Hmm. So, how familiar are you with skinwalkers themselves? Sorry, I said um, that like right as you took a bite. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me ask you a question as you're chewing your food. well, enough. Um,
0: like I know that they're they're like a Native American sort of folklore creature.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I, I I kind of know enough to have like based the treats on it. The idea is that they can kind of become the the creature that they they can be they can essentially change their shape but yeah. the the main thing about it is that i don't know if the shape itself is important but i do know that there is if i recall like a decent amount of sacrifice involved so <clears throat> it's not even just that they have this power it's that them having this power represents something horribly dark that they have had to do to acquire this power yeah and ultimately that's what makes them super scary
1: yes And I will post some photos on Instagram to go with the episode to kind of show, I went with illustrative photos of what like a skinwalker would look like because I was getting some really weird, creepy, like photoshopped stuff and I didn't like it, so...
0: Is it almost like, like AI generated stuff where it's like, just kind of not right where like it could still be made by a human, but it's just sort of unsettling or it maybe just
1: in that it's just like that unsettling thing, but it's very much like before AI. Okay. So it's, you're about... it's like Photoshop illustrative gotcha. stuff. People have made that you just look at it and you're like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Who thought of this? What Why? Is that? Well, like, I really if I went- saw that in real life, I'd be like, what the fuck?
0: Well, and I do like that you make the distinction because there's a difference between the idea that, like, you can give AI a prompt and it might spit something out that's just real weird. And you're like, well, what the yeah. fuck? And, and you could kind of just write it off as like, well, the AI interpreted this in a weird way. It's just drawing random shit from the internet and, like, the whole of human consciousness. So, you know, you're going to get weird shit. But, like, before that, a person took the time to construct this image. And you're like, "What the fuck is in your head that you produced this?
1: Yeah. And, like, I've seen some weird stuff in the art world. Like, there is oh sure. there is an artist who is very well known for making, like, human animal hybrid sculptures that are just oh, weird, weird. and unsettling and that that's like the point
0: yeah right Right. she's
1: trying to evoke a certain response and that's she's very successful at it but sometimes i see it and it's like this weird mysterious creature like if i'm scrolling through snapchat and i'm like no that's an artwork moving on but not everyone has that knowledge so they'd look at it and be like what the hell is that
0: uh Celine, do you watch anime
1: at all no.
0: Well, for, for they they will understand uh <clears throat> Full Metal Alchemist and the Chimera episode. And uh long story short, a dude turns a little girl into sort of a half human dog creature, and the Ooh. way that they animate it is simultaneously horrifying and really heart wrenching because like her soul is still in there. <laughs> and oh,
1: uh no thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's um so that when when you started talking about that, like that's the vibe that I got, and I just made any like anyone who's seen that episode, they just got really sad.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. yeah, it's so it is a shapeshifter that comes from the Navajo culture, and essentially, someone who is a skinwalker is, in layman's term. A bad witch.
0: If you're going to
1: sum it up in its most basic form, bad witch, which for their culture, we'll kind of get into that a bit more. They do have a very specific term for skinwalker, and I don't actually speak Navajo, so if I do mispronounce this, just let me know. I'd love to hear how this is actually pronounced. I'm going to give it a shot. I believe it is the Yi Na'al Dilooshi.
0: I mean, I have no reference point, but it sounded pretty good to me.
1: And it translates to, with it, he goes on all fours.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So... A, a human transforming into a beast of some kind.
1: Yeah. And in the Navajo culture, they have... Witches, which is not necessarily a good or bad thing. It's just a person with special abilities and they just live in the community and that's all fine and dandy. Mm-hmm. But a skinwalker, more particularly, is a more volatile and dangerous form of this person.
0: Yeah, the most that I really remember, <clears throat> like in the few like YouTube Things and like podcast stories I've heard is just sort of the mythology around it is it's n- not necessarily always specific within like families that are passing down stories and stuff, but they're always bad creatures. Like they they are things yeah. that children are supposed to fear.
1: This is something everyone is supposed to fear. Oh, okay. That's what it sounds
0: like. Fair enough. Yeah, I guess I was just thinking like like a. a a story you would tell a child to like, make sure you're back by, by sundown. But yeah, I suppose they, they can be, they can be dangerous to everybody.
1: Yeah. That's like, um, that's like uh, with some of the stories I had heard growing up as a kid, like I knew what a chupacabra was and I knew who like La Llorona was and that like, Oh wow. Those are things that come and get you if you're like out at night by yourself as a kid.
0: Okay. Growing, growing up in yeah. Colorado is different. We were mostly like, "Look, it's either going to be a wolf or like some drunk dude stumbling home from the bar, so just get home." We're <laughs> like, "Okay."
1: Ours is partly because where I grew up, specifically, about half of the people that live there are from Mexico or South American.
0: Right. That yeah, that makes sense. I mean, you're so, you're just further south, so yeah.
1: Yeah, we just get a lot of like the more Hispanic culture. In like right. everyday stuff, so like I heard that from the neighbor, and then like went home and was like, "Dad, do you know what a chupacabra is?" And he's like, "Yeah, I do." And yeah, I'm like
0: he's like, "Do I know what a do chupacabra?" Do we have is? those
1: here? And he's like,
0: "You're goddamn right, we no. do." You better get in the house. Oh, <laughs> <Not laughs> no, I'm like,
1: pretty sure no, he'd play into it. Those live like more in Mexico, and he's like, "You got to be careful for like the mountain lions and all that other <laughs> stuff that lives up here." And I'm like, "Oh, okay."
0: I do appreciate that he brought it back to the more, like, realistic, like, mountainous things. Where he's like, uh, but yeah, you sh- still shouldn't stay out there because those fuckers you still fuck
1: shouldn't up. do that.
0: Yeah, they get hungry. Don't they come think out that's a trip. free
1: pass to, like, be outside right. by yourself.
0: Yeah, where, Yeah, where I grew up was Small mostly, child. like, German and Norwegian descent. So all of their tales are just boring and generally involve beer.
1: Well, that is because we did not get told the scary German fairy tales as children. Well, I do. I do we regret, did not get those. I, do I wish we not, did.
0: Yeah, I do regret not hearing about Krampus when I was a kid. That would have made Christmas so much more of like a like a squid game type situation. Oh, my God. Like, I feel yeah. like that would have really kept me in line more.
1: Yeah. My mom said grandma never talked to them about it. So I don't know if grandma was told about it as a kid or not. Oh okay. I haven't. (laughs) I haven't asked her. I tried calling her the other day, and she has not called me back. So I gotta call her.
0: Oh, may I mean maybe that's just something she. Maybe she had a Krampus experience. Maybe she doesn't want to talk about it. Maybe Krampus is real.
1: Krampus is real.
0: (laughs) Then he followed her to Minnesota.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he wouldn't have followed her. He would have followed. Let's see.
0: Like even previous generations.
1: I think it would have been her grandparents.
0: Okay. Oh, well, yeah, right. Cause she was, she's a natural born citizen. So like, I had to think
1: about like who on which side of the family moved at one time. Yeah. Cause it might've been either her parents or her grandparents.
0: I will say either way, for anyone who's not familiar, uh, my dad has started playing Santa Claus at a local bank. (laughs)
1: I love that he plays Santa Claus. Oh, my
0: God. The pictures are so adorable. But since we have done the Krampus episode, I want to be Krampus and just, like, lurk in the
1: background. And be like, hey,
0: you fucking... Yeah, I'm going to do no research anymore and just, like, do whatever I want. And they're going to be like, why is he here? And he's like, he's on drugs.
1: He's on drugs.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just let him stand in the corner. He won't hurt anybody. He's not
1: going to harm anyone. He's
0: here. Don't make any sudden moves. He might chase you with his stick.
1: Yeah. So... That was a tangent. <laughs> I don't know well, how to circle back to that. I one. was
0: going to say we're we're all we're on a whole different episode. Oh, I wish I had the like the number of the episode just off the top of my head. Like, hey everybody, if you're interested in Krampus, go back. Krampus, to...
1: I believe is oh, no, you don't
0: have that on the top of your
1: head, do you? Um, <gasps> I believe I Krampus is fifty-seven.
0: Well, I'm sorry, everybody, but we have to take a quick stop and just make sure. That Instagram is going to
1: see the wrong number. I'm going to tell you that it's a number off because I forgot to change it when I made it.
0: All right, you said Uh, 57. Oh, 56.
1: 56, super close.
0: Super close. I don't think I'd have even had a guess to be honest. I've been like, "What are we at? Like 287?" Yeah, we've been doing this long. 56. (laughs) God damn, that was well done. Holy shit.
1: I I know our episodes decently well I mean I feel like the earlier ones it's a little more hit or miss
0: well yeah I feel like if um if we ever got really big and we were like going to conventions and stuff I would be uh Patrick Stewart in in Star Trek parlance he's he's done multiple uh interviews where he's talked about like fans will come up to him and ask him about certain things that happen in episodes or my favorite is he's got stories about like He's doing a book tour or what have you. And he's, you know, he's staying in a motel room and he turns on the TV and hey, it's it's Star Trek, the next generation. And he sees himself on the TV and he's like, I know I did this, but I have no idea what's happening. And he's like, and it's amazing because I'll sit down and I'll watch. He's like, they'll have like multiple episodes back to back and he'll just keep watching them. and He's like, boy, how is Captain Picard and the Enterprise going to get out of this one? He's like, I don't
1: know how this ends. He's like, I filmed it, but I don't know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. People would be asking me questions and I'm like, dude, I don't even, I I was so drunk. I don't even remember that. I don't know what you're talking about. Krampus? What's a Krampus?
1: Yeah. Whereas like, I'm going to be like, oh yeah, in this episode, X, Y, and Z, blah, 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 blah. blah.
0: I mean, I can't (laughs) believe you knew the episode number. That's incredible. My brain wouldn't be that good anyway.
1: I try. I try for you, listeners.
0: Aw. That's a real moment.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, with the Skinwalkers, so... Where was I? Witches. So, like, the idea of witchcraft and, like, super natural phenomena, it, it's just part of their culture. It's... Just kind of one of those things, like, it explains stuff that, like, maybe you can't explain, that, like, you, maybe it's something you can't see, or just stuff you're like, I don't really know why. Just is the way it is. And... They're trying to,
0: yeah, they're trying to give meaning to something that they can't really understand at that point.
1: Yeah. And the most common way we see this, like, witchcraft is through medicine men and women, and, like, mm. their healing abilities. And... For them, that's like an example of being like a good witch is that you're using these otherworldly skills you have for healing and using that to help the community, Mm -hmm. whereas you're considered a bad witch or like malicious when you're using those abilities to cause harm or misfortune to others.
0: Well, and I appreciate how like it's, it's easy for us to like look back in history and kind of make fun of this sort of like mysticism or whatever. But a lot of what they did kind of channels into modern medicine where it's like we have certain drugs and whatnot that relieve pain or help with sleep or, you know, help give you energy. And it's like, yeah, people in the past looked like magicians or some kind of, you know, supernatural being. And it's like, no, they knew that this certain tree bark or this like plant leaf had these they didn't even necessarily know that the they had things in them but they knew that this they plant, just knew it
1: helps with x y and z ex-
0: right and we have since found out that it's like oh well yeah that's why we have like ibuprofen because we found out that this thing has this chemical in it that helps relieve pain but you know back in the day it looked like freaking magic because they're like yeah they they just know these plants and they give it to us and we feel better so it, how it we got kind of, penicillin yeah
1: <laughs> which i cannot have
0: I'm only laughing about because there's like a reference to an adult swim show. If anyone's seen Aquatine Teen Hunger Force, there's a guy who's made out of penicillin and, and uh, you can eat him to feel better. So oh. <laughs> shout out to like mid two thousands, late night <laughs> television cartoon shows.
1: Damn. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So they believe that there's like both good and bad in the world. It's just kind of like how mm-hmm. you use what's already existing To, like, your advantage and to help those around you, or to not help those around you.
0: Oh, yeah. It's your classic good versus evil kind of dichotomy.
1: Yeah. And there's there's kind of, like, the balance of, like, you kind of can't have one without, like, the other.
0: Okay. Yeah. In a um,
1: way. And.
0: You can't have the good magic without the bad magic, and. Yeah. Since like the bad they, one magic cannot exist
1: without the other.
0: Right. Yeah, we, and it's we like, live in u-
1: exist but don't use it?
0: Right. Yeah, we 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 necessarily live in a universe or we live in a universe where good and bad exist and the majority of us have a conscience and try to stick on the good side. There's always yeah. going to be people who swing on the bad side and that's uh
1: Absolutely. That's kind of how it is. And that's the way the world works. It is. Let's and with that, being someone who is more of what they called a witchy way, and that, like, you chose a more malicious lifestyle, oh yeah. it often involved using human corpses in various ways, which they oh, wow. did not like. So
0: I would, assume, I would assume that does seem to be something that is universal, like within just about every culture where it's like, hey, could you not
1: desecrate our dead? That like, yeah. that'd be cool. The dead are sacred, can we not desecrate a corpse please? And like right. rob their grave.
0: Which is interesting too, yeah, it's even like it goes beyond even like religiosity and like spiritualism, because even people who have like 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 total just staunch atheists, it's like, could you not like yeah fuck, yeah? It's like we we do still have a certain respect for the dead. Just can you not do can you weird just
1: shit? Not do that, please, please. Yeah,
0: that'd be cool. Yeah, if you could just
1: yeah. Yeah. So what they would do is they would take tools from like bones or like add them to, like, mixes, like, bone dust. Oh, okay. And they would use those to curse, harm, and or potentially kill the intended victim. Oh, wow. And this was usually obtained through grave robbing, which was not, you know,
0: (laughs) okay with anybody. Right, I was going to say, like, your your intention is to get the bone and like turn it into a dust. So you're like, well, I'm already gonna be fine with grave robbing. <laughs> like, I need to yeah. do the grave robbing to get the the things that I need. So yeah, clearly I don't give a yeah. shit. You think you think I stop at grave robbing? No, that's where I begin, bro. <laughs> that's
1: where it begins.
0: Yeah, that's where that's where my depravity just starts. That's that's the bottom level bar for me. I'm a, I'm a bad witch.
1: That's <laughs> like, have you seen the video of a little kid that's dressed up like a witch, and then it's like, "Are you a good witch or a bad witch?" And he's, they're like, "I'm a bad bitch." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I so have funny. not, and I laugh every time
0: because I haven't seen that, like, but I what, won't deny that when I said, "I'm a
1: bitch." Ha ha, that bitch.
0: Which I can also (laughs) imagine is just maybe some sort of speech impediment they have as like a little kid (laughs) or like they're so funny and they're just so cute. I'm a a bitch. I'm a bad bitch.
1: It is so... And then some
0: like EDM music starts playing because someone's trying to meme the shit out (laughs) of (laughs) it. Like, this is a bad bitch.
1: Stay out of this kid's
0: way on Halloween. (laughs) I have not seen that specifically but I won't deny that as I was saying the phrase bad witch, bad bitch is what happened in my head. Like that just seems to be (laughs) like the parlance. Yeah. That seems to be the common phrasing in our culture. Like we don't say bad witch as much as they used to in the old days.
1: We don't that. We definitely do not. We definitely got some bad bitches though. Yeah. The other cultures that have it are the Pueblo people, the Apache, the Hopi, the Ute, And then a few other groups, I believe the Mohawk have a version of, like, skinwalkers as well. And in it, each is a malevolent person who is capable of transforming into an animal with the intention of harming people. Which usually evolved from living as, like, I want to say a lot of them started as like respected healers or like spiritual guides, and okay. then later chose a path of evil
0: okay. yeah. this is it's I mean, it's some real like like Star Wars light side dark side stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's some good that's some good lore, man.
1: Yeah. And with it, you can be either male or female as a skinwalker more of them are male. Oh, okay. And I guess
0: <laughs> I didn't mean to be sound so surprised. We we keep using the term witch and like in yeah, generally in western culture we we tend to identify well, especially like kind
1: witches of witches are like women versus exactly, like right, witch right. and warlock.
0: Yeah, I have a tendency to think of like Salem witch trials and stuff and they're usually targeted at women, yeah, historically. Yeah.
1: Speaking. Well, cuz even then they had like a warlock as, yes. like, yeah. the male equivalent. Mm-hmm. But they use it as just, like, an overarching term.
0: Right, right. Well, and even just, like, talking about, like, Halloween and and movies and stuff, when you say which, we kind of have a certain yeah image that is... The instantly... green
1: face, the pointy nose, the <laughs> yeah,
0: The hats and the, the broom and maybe a familiar... The black, like, the love
1: of black...
0: Oh, yeah. Lots of black. Lots of black. Lots of
1: black. You You gotta gotta be kind of goth.
0: Yeah, you gotta blend in at night. You know, witches come out at night.
1: They do. They come out at night to steal your kids. Oh, yeah. Because they eat them. (laughs) Obviously.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't even have to say this, but obviously fucking witches are eating children. (laughs) <laughs> they did do that, though. I was just thinking, like hocus pocus. They technically ate, chi- like they absorbed they their ate life the souls of the children. I forgot that that for was for their youth big. and beauty. Yep, you're right. Holy shit! Yeah, I know. that's ingrained, man. That is that is ingrained in the whole society.
1: Hansel and Gretel, the witch ate children.
0: <gasps>
1: I all, you know, this
0: is kind of weird. I kind of forgot that she was a witch. I I just thought of her as like. A creepy old grandma, but yeah, she a wasn't.
1: A Well,
0: because she doesn't, like, do spells. She did no. have a weird house, though. Wasn't it a gingerbread house? Or, it was or a candy. candy
1: house, so she could trap the children to eat them.
0: Right. Yeah, no, that's some witchy shit, man. That's some dark witchy stuff right there. It oh, is. yeah, and they were fattening up the kids to... Man, I got to read more them, fairy tales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or watch you got to.
1: You got to get up on the, you know, western witch lore.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Up to date.
1: So as a skinwalker, you walk freely during the day as a person, and then you secretly transform during the night. In the cover of darkness, you transform. Dun, dun, dun. Every night? Every
0: night? Or
1: is it like I think so. Okay. I think every night. <laughs> kind of whenever I, I mean, I think you can choose not to, but I think it's every night.
0: I mean, if you could, you, you may as well right? Like, unless you're on a trip, like, yeah, you're like with friends or family or whatever, you know, you're going to Disney World. I mean, I imagine if you live out in the country, I would do it every night. Why not?
1: Yeah. Now, there are certain things that one has to do to become a skinwalker. So it's not just one day you wake up and you're like, I'm going to be evil now. I'm going to be a skinwalker. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Okay. Here's how it works. This is the part that I think I was more familiar with is like you. Yeah. Yeah, you have to go through a certain number of steps and do some shit to to get to this point.
1: And this is this is where I think there starts to be the differentiation between the different native cultures as far as like how, how you
0: get there. right, right.
1: You get there? And we're going to go off of the Navajo teachings for this is that you have to kill a close family member and more often than not it's a sibling.
0: Oh, I didn't I don't think I heard the sibling part. That
1: Yes, wow, that's it, hard. I mean it could be like your parent, your grandparent, your spouse, a child, but it is I think because it's the reason behind it it more often evokes some of those feelings within a sibling, which is Right killing out of greed, anger, envy, spite or revenge.
0: Well, and it's it's a kind of a common theme when you have this sort of thing of like sacrificing something for power, it often mm-hmm. is like the greater the sacrifice, the more power you gain. So, I think one, I think an argument could be made, especially as a kid, you're closer with your siblings than you are with your parents. So, it's like, if you want to yeah. be a skinwalker, the greatest sacrifice you could make is your sibling. Is your sibling, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. They're like, you want to have the most power, you got to sacrifice the most.
1: Yeah. yeah. Most of them are seen as animals of prey or, sorry, predators, mm-hmm. predatory animals. So, this is everything from. Coyotes to wolves, foxes, cougars, dogs, and Mm. bears. Mm. Mm. But Mm. they can be any animal, but part of the reason they will choose to be a cold fish. Was that eh, that a skinwalker? They forgot. So part of the reason they choose... To be an animal of a predatory nature is because it's extremely taboo in Navajo culture to wear the pelt of a predatory animal.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: so, they, like, and what,
0: they, they specifically are taboo. So that's yeah. why. Okay, gotcha.
1: Yeah. Where, so, like, what they wear is like sheepskin, buckskin, and leather, those are all acceptable wares because gotcha. it is i think it goes back to like that power thing and that killing a cougar is way harder than killing a deer sure. it's way yeah. scarier too oh yeah for
0: sure oh i bet it is
1: Ooh. i no, mean a deer
0: can yeah. fuck you up if, if they get the upper hand and they get yeah. Those, uh, yeah. you yeah yeah but yeah
1: no they're not usually like They're not also stalking to kill you. Yeah, they don't have claws.
0: Yeah, they don't have claws on like every limb and like sharp teeth. Like you said, yeah, yeah. The the deer is generally only going to do that if you put yourself in a position where they feel threatened. I feel like a cougar realistically could find itself in a position where it's hunting you and it's going to take you down if it can.
1: Yeah. And what they will sometimes wear outside of the skins of the animals that they transform into is sometimes they'll wear the animal skulls or like antlers on top of their heads to give okay. them like more power.
0: It's a badass. So note.
1: wearing like the top of the bear skull, like over your head.
0: Yeah. That is pretty badass.
1: It, it's badass and it's definitely like imposing.
0: Oh Yeah. Well, and it's even, uh, for anyone who's played, like, Diablo, it's definitely something that has made its way into kind of modern culture where, like, if you're familiar with, like, druids, they transform into animals. And one of the things that they'll wear is, like, a bear skull headdress thing. And it, like, yeah. the, the, like, mane or, like, the, the skin will, like, kind of drape down behind them and then they can, like, transform into a bear. So, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's yeah, so
1: thing. it's like that, it's a similar style of wear. Right. And then because, like, that's... It's taboo to just wear, like, this skin itself. Like, to wear the skull. Just kind of, like, pushes that even farther. Go one
0: step... Yeah, one step further.
1: And skinwalkers have quite a few abilities.
0: Oh, okay.
1: One of them is that they can possess human bodies by locking eyes... With someone and then, oh, like, taking shit. control.
0: I did, that one I've never heard of. That's a cool power.
1: That's yeah, kind that's... kind of
0: vampire-like.
1: It kind of is, and it is terrifying to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a and strong power.
1: Some of their other powers outside of that in shapeshifting is... The ability to read minds, control others' thoughts and behaviors, cause disease and illness what property destruction and death (laughs) okay i feel like property
0: destruction is kind of out there that was out there
1: and also kind of vague i think it's more um property destruction by way of like bringing disasters
0: right well yeah they can't just snap their fingers and like you're like
1: bam your house fell down (laughs) yeah fuck you
0: oh, be a shame something happened to your Mazda snap and then just got... A uh, tree just,
1: like, falls on top of it and it's like, I,
0: did I do that? I feel like the cherry on top is just death. <laughs> like, I can just death. make anything be unalive. That's a strong fucking power.
1: Yeah, I... I don't know if that is something, like, the stronger you are, the more you can do. Is I'm kind of assuming that's how that works. hmm and they also can control other animals of the night. So, like, wolves and owls to, like, help do their bidding.
0: But very begrudgingly. Like, the wolves are like, oh, my God, those oh. fucking skinwalkers here again.
1: Ugh, it's Ted you gotta, again.
0: Jesus you got to go Christ. help me slash the tires on their mosques. <laughs> you know,
1: slash their tire.
0: Jesus, we did that last week. Yeah, but they got a new set. We got to go do it again. Oh, my God.
1: Uh, They are said to be able to run faster than a car and be able to jump off of high cliffs without, like, injury.
0: Well, faster than a Mazda.
1: Faster than a Mazda, at
0: least. (laughs) They can jump off cliffs? That's fucking sick. Well, I mean, hypothetically, you could just turn into a bird.
1: I think so. I don't know if, like, they have it where once you pick one form, like, that is the oh. only form you take.
0: Right, right. Well, and like I suppose, if you
1: choose bear, you're bear for life.
0: Yeah, and you did kind of mention more like fairly large mammals, so it's possible that like there's not really a bird that's big enough that you could like wear the skin of. You put on like a little, like a little bird pigeon. of prey. Yeah, little pigeon
1: Little pigeon skull.
0: Oh, I'm going to go shit on Ted's Mazda. I'm a pigeon. I'm not a bird of prey, but uh, I still uh, still stir some shit up. <laughs> Fuck you, Ted, and your fucking Mazda. Uh,
1: um, so something that makes it so where, I don't know if you've ever seen this on Snapchat where it's like, Maybe it's just my Snapchat, and then it comes up with like crime and creepy stuff, and then oh. random like Jeffrey Star, blah blah blah.
0: I oh, you mean like like the the like stories? Yeah, it's, I get a lot of like fail army. Thing. Okay, pe- people getting hurt.
1: <laughs> so mine, and this is it's been doing this for like a while, where it's like oh, like skinwalkers caught on camera. And the whole thing is that you're supposed to be able to tell if it's a skinwalker versus a person is all in the eyes.
0: Oh, okay. Interesting.
1: And that their eyes remain distinctly human when they're in animal form. And that when lights shine on them, they turn bright red.
0: Oh. That I haven't seen. I have seen the ones where like people think that they're like their they're beagle like... is a skinwalker because they <laughs> yeah. have like a distinctly human like they expression.
1: Have... Yeah. To be fair, beagles themselves do have more human eyes, but that is like the dog but, themselves. Yeah.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because Tori used to always say, so my younger sister would always say with our beagle that she just always had such sad eyes.
0: <laughs> it was a skinwalker that didn't get to be a wolf it was just <laughs> trapped in a beagle the whole time that's why it howled so much and so loudly it just <laughs> like make me a wolf what the
1: fuck that dog lived the best life and that she was pampered every oh. damn day and she got to sleep in the bed with me and snore into my armpit because that's yes. what she liked
0: fuck anybody who says your dog can't sleep in your bed they can go to hell it's yeah, she greatest.
1: slept, and when we'd go camping, she'd sleep in the sleeping bag with me, because I was afraid she'd get colds. Oh, my God. You're she had be sweaters, class. because she would get colds in the winter. Oh. That's she fun. was pampered. The, so... The-
0: the only regret I have. If she I was have... a
1: skinwalker, you know what? She was living her best life, so. Yeah, she's,
0: she's like, no, I chose this. She's like, I didn't want to I chose be...
1: this life.
0: Yeah, y'all motherfuckers are idiots being wolves and bears and shit. You got to forage and whatnot. <laughs> she's <laughs> like, they do
1: everything for me. Come yeah. on.
0: I get treats with peanut butter in them. I get to go on walkies and it's great.
1: They feed me steak from the table. <clears throat> Oh uh, yeah, she's no, she's had- spoiled. yeah, spoiled. Good girl. She's such a good girl. So, and then the bright red, f- I think, is like you know when you take photos and the was, flash gives you red yep, eye.
0: I was just gonna say that. I
1: think it's like from that that like light exposure. Okay.
0: Yeah. And so then it was, it was before photographs. They're like we we had red eye forever.
1: Yes. And then when they're in their human form, their eyes look more animalistic and like maybe like they're more yellow. Oh, so it's like your pupils pupils are a little off.
0: Yeah, so it like flip flops. So, like when you're an animal, your eyes look more human. But when you're a human, your eyes look more like an animal. Yeah. Like, okay. That's some weird rules going on, but all right, fair enough.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then skinwalkers themselves have a lot of struggles and tragedies that they have been blamed for. Oh, okay. Which is the following. Sickness, drought, poor crops, sudden deaths, windstorms during dances. So I'm assuming different <laughs> tribal mm. dances of significant meaning. Alienation of affection by a mate, like suddenly. So like if... Wow. <laughs> you've suddenly you wake up and your spouse is like disgusted by you (laughs) that I guess or like you're into somebody and you're like courting them and then the next day they're like oh but Beatrice over there
0: Ted has a Mazda Ted has a Mazda so it's pearl blue you have a bicycle that doesn't work so fuck
1: you so it's like Jesus. bye
0: yeah i think it's about the bike not dude be like get a job bro
1: get a job
0: yeah get, get, get a job
1: a- steve
0: yeah steve get a job get a Mazda yourself uh, maybe stacy wouldn't have left if it wasn't for you and your lazy bout <laughs> bullshit she knows you're trying to be a skinwalker steve
1: they're also blamed for the death of livestock and like the reversal of fortune. So if you're having you like a lucky streak it. and then suddenly things um, go very poorly, I, do not,
0: I, I don't mean to knock anyone's like culture. It does feel like they're just trying to blame things on other people. Like <laughs> ah, crops did so bad. It must have been goddamn skinwalkers. Well, you have to water your crops. I mean, you just, no, I don't. No, I don't. it's the skinwalkers. Goddamn it.
1: I could see that if, like, for whatever reason, like, your crops have been doing very well, and then the next year they just don't. And you're like, I don't know. I'm doing the same thing I did last year. Yeah. Why are they bad now?
0: Or even, like, in the same year, like, if for the whole summer months they're doing fine, and then suddenly at the end of the season they... They just get brown and die suddenly. Yeah, no, I mean, Mm you'd be like, I've I've been doing this for a long time. I know how to raise crops. Okay, what the fuck?
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna share a few sightings and stories with you, please. And the first one is what was called the Navajo Witch Purge of 1878.
0: Dude, that is so much but like we got to rename the witch trial, the Salem witch trials to the witch purge. That's fucking sick.
1: And I do
0: love too that it's like that sort of thing crosses every culture where it's like, hey, if we know we got witches and shit, like we're getting rid of them.
1: I yeah, I know. Um so I feel like this is something we should definitely like dive into it another time. Okay. So I'm gonna just do like a brief overview. Sure. Because I had never heard of this. And I feel like there's definitely more here than what I'm about to share.
0: Okay, right, right. So
1: initially it evolved from the response of the US being assholes and deciding you don't say. <laughs>
0: Deciding oh, never that this
1: happened. land is ours now, so go um, away and move no, We definitely don't have a history of that. Off of their la- I know, right? Right,
0: <laughs> okay,
1: yeah, just you know, kicking people off of their land because we decided we needed it and it's ours now, so yeah. screw well, you.
0: Well, we're the United States, so goodbye. So,
1: this led to quite a few wars with the U.S. Army and the Navajo people, which. Did results in them being forced to march from their lands to the Bosque Redondo, which is Fort Sumner in New Mexico. Oh, okay. And this particular march was called the Long Walk of the Navajo in 1864.
0: See, it, it, and I, it, well, this always, I always think of the Trail of Tears. And so the idea that just like we've had multiple versions of this sort of long walk thing is really kind of sad.
1: The Trail of Tears was just the Cherokee. Oh, God. So we
0: did it to multiple different people.
1: We did. Some did these walks more willingly than others.
0: Oh, okay, right. Well, they think they're getting a deal or something. They're like, well, if we just move to this new area, they'll leave us alone. I
1: think those that were more willing saw what happened or heard about what happened to other Native groups and were like, well... Oh, yeah. If we want to keep our numbers, we should cooperate. Right. Kind of this, like, safety in numbers. Mm -hmm. So once they were there, they're in a new land with... New, like, weather conditions, and they had bad water, failed crops, illness, death, and well, all I mean, of yeah, this who, dramatically you, reduced their numbers because, right, like, this it, is a whole new area –
0: yeah, anyone who's been to New Mexico knows that a lot of it is desert. Like, it's it's a lot of just air and shit. So it's... If you're used to a more lush environment where you can grow crops and there's water and, you know, wild game to hunt, even... Well, and even in a desert climate, like, there are still things mm-hmm. you can do. There's still game that you can hunt, but they're not used to it. So they just get to this new area they're like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? It's all just sand and rocks and shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it'd be like the difference of... Going from like the mountains of Colorado to the plains, just right, right, right. Two-hour drive. It's different. A prairie desert is different than like the mountain yeah. desert.
0: Without, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, different humidity. Well, even the air. I I think you and I already talked about it, but of the I visited Colorado last year and air is was different. Trying- yeah, my buddy was trying to explain to me. He's like, Yeah, if you have people who are like born here and like bred in this area, they literally have like a genetically greater lung capacity because the air is thinner. And they're like, And if you move here from another area, you do adjust to it. And they're like, But it's not as much though. Right, right. And if you leave, you will acclimate back to the other climate. So it's like, No, yeah, it's if you're if you suddenly go from like, if you're born and raised in a mountainous area and you suddenly go to like a plains place, you're just not going to understand how the shit works there.
1: No. And after about four years, the US government was like, yeah, we kind of made a mistake. So you no. can go home. Oh, and let them okay. go back to their homeland, which is in the Four Corners area. Okay, that so they was... were more used to like a deserty area, and then going to. I want to say Fort Sumner is more like a mountain-y area in New Mexico. It's more like the plains of Colorado versus like the Utah desert.
0: Okay, yeah, I, I don't know much about Fort Sumner, but so so they pushed them to Fort Sumner, and then after so much time, they were like, "You can go back. We made a mistake." Yeah. Okay.
1: And it was said during that time that a lot of their people became skinwalkers to escape the horrific conditions. Yeah. So, like, using that as a means to escape something bad. So, being like, okay, well, yeah, this isn't maybe the best choice, but would I rather do that than, like, stay here and suffer? Right. Well, and
0: considering that like the the kind of primary sacrifice we were talking about was a sibling or or another close family member you can totally see how you're in that position where your life sucks like you used to have this kind of perfect existence and now you're stuck mm-hmm. in this place that you're not used to you're like well i am i have it within me to make this sacrifice and i know that this family member also does not enjoy this way of living so it's like yeah. i can sacrifice them to get them out of this. And then will, will get be me a... out
1: of it. Yeah. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah, no, I can definitely see how there's like a train of thought that gets you there.
1: Yeah. And then once they returned to their homelands, the conditions kind of improved, but they still believed that like the skinwalkers are still among them. Sure. And thus their hunt for them began. Oh, right. Yeah. And in total... 40 suspected Navajo witches were killed to restore harmony and balance to the tribe.
0: Not going to lie that that feels low <laughs> like it, in terms of atrocities yeah. that like Western culture has committed. And again, kind of going back to like Salem witch trials, I feel like 47 is pretty low.
1: Yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, only 40.
0: Yeah. like That doesn't make it right.
1: No, it right. doesn't make it any better better but considering it's like oh yeah like hundreds of people died in the witch trial right
0: right right 40. yeah yeah 40 is still less so it's like oh okay okay yeah all right
1: and I think either even then it's like okay well it's a lot of it is like the belief of like this is restoring balance and harmony Mm -hmm. and like this is for the greater good of our people versus people like they're a witch. They're going to put a hex on me. And like, I don't like them. Yeah. And people doing it just because they didn't like their neighbor. Exactly. I was
0: just going to say, yeah, the witch trials very much had an air of, even if it was subconscious, like, like some, somehow you put an, an idea in your brain that your neighbor was doing this horrible thing it was subconsciously just a way for you to justify essentially killing them. Cause you're like, if I can convince everyone else, they're a witch that will get rid of them. And then I can take their land or whatever. Whereas like, at least with the yeah. natives, it's more like, well, we need to restore peace and harmony to our people.
1: Yeah. It's not something that they did because they're like, well, well, Joe's pot of land over there is looking real nice next to mine.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if Joe wasn't there anymore. And Ted's fucking Mazda.
1: And <laughs> Ted and his Mazda.
0: Yeah, he always parks it right where the sun's the best.
1: Ugh. Fucking and Ted. then there was another sighting in Flagstaff, Arizona. And this is one of the more notable sightings. This was in 1980. There's a wow, family driving wow. through the Navajo reservation. Okay. Which I will say I didn't realize until my dad was living in Utah, how easy it is to just like drive through a reservation.
0: Oh, right. I
1: don't know why for whatever reason, I thought there was like a fence around reservations or that like on the roads, there were like little gateways you had to like go through or something like ridiculous. Yeah. And that if, they might have a sign that says yes, like right. entering X reservation.
0: Yeah. Without it's being like, okay. like, yeah, without being too specific, when my brother and I were in uh college in Fargo, North Dakota, we still went fishing with our dad in like kind of Northern central Minnesota. And so we ended up taking this kind of weird route, like from the far West into like central Minnesota and then kind of North. And yeah. the first time that we made that trip, because we usually drove kind of by the Twin Cities and just went straight north. And so the first time yeah. we made that trip, our dad was asking us, like, what route we took. And we were like, well, I think we went through here. And he's like, oh, you went through the reservation? And we both just kind of looked at each other. And we're like, I mean, yeah. I guess. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, you know. And we're like, we we didn't even know. Like, we just... And then we even looked at a map and he's like, oh yeah, you went right through the reservation. We're like, okay, it just seemed like another town. It was another gas station. Yeah. It's was a holiday. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they, I like just. gave us a flyer way.
1: for a powwow. Hmm. And I was like, that's very nice of you, but we're not like staying in the area. <laughs> but thank you. Well, that's
0: cool. Just trying to be neighborly, bro. Jeez.
1: Yeah. I I'm like, I think they give this to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but um as they were driving they went to go around this like sharper curve so they slowed down and as they passed something jumped out of the ditch like on the road behind them and they saw it as something that was black hairy and wearing a shirt and pants (laughs) which sounds like someone put clothes on a dog That's,
0: that's why I started laughing because I initially, when you first started describing like dark and with hair, I was like werewolf. And you know, I mean, cause it makes sense. Well, yeah. If you're a human that's transforming into some sort of beast, presumably you would keep your clothing unless you kind of like hulked out and you got so large that it ripped everything. But I feel like your clothes would stretch to a certain degree. So really, A realistic werewolf probably would still have a shirt and pants on it, but that's not the image we usually have of a werewolf. When you said shirt and pants, that's just not what I was expecting. It was a big old bad werewolf, and it was wearing a a Stussy shirt.
1: Was wearing pants. He wore wore Levi's, oh no.
0: Oh my God, he had thong sandals, and we were scared. He only has four toes. It went right we in the middle. It's creepy. Well, because they also have that one fifth weird. What is that called? Oh, the, the, the claw. The yes. Those are oh, only it
1: was... on the front. Oh shit! Let's That's even it. weirder. They're like thumbs.
0: They're sort of like thumbs. Kind of. You weren't <laughs> there. It's scary.
1: So then, if you they didn't really think anything of it, they just thought it was kind of weird. They... They didn't
0: think anything of a werewolf wearing board shorts and a
1: Stussy shirt.
0: <laughs> Honey, no. did you see that? Oh, I did. Well, that's fucking
1: all right. All right, goodbye. <laughs> I think because they're like, they didn't get a good look at it. So they were like, okay someone probably sure. put clothes on like whatever
0: I, I my own head canon is they were so ashamed or like worried about what they saw that they didn't mention it because all it look all i'm saying is even in like our modern society we we seem to be getting more progressive more accepting of different people And i think anyone that saw what appeared to be a werewolf wearing clothing would tell everyone they know and be like dude <laughs> Yeah, like, I just love the idea that, like, ah, eh, they didn't think too much of it. Really? You didn't think much of a fucking werewolf jumping out of the road? Or jumping out of the brush onto the road? That's yeah. crazy. You said this was 1980, right? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> They've got their big block cell phone. They're calling somebody on Wall Street. Like, holy shit.
1: <laughs> so then... You want a
0: shitload of cocaine?
1: They didn't think about it until a few days later when the whole family was woken up by loud drumming and chanting outside of their home. Oh, okay. And when they looked out the window, they saw what looked like could have been three men outside by their fence.
0: Oh, no, thank you.
1: But they couldn't really see if it was people. It was more dark forms kind of shaped like men.
0: Yeah. Taller like men. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the thing that they noticed was that they wouldn't climb or jump on the fence and then left quickly after and kind of disappeared.
0: I mean, it sounds like college students just sort of hazing them. It kind of does. You're just toilet papering them.
1: And this is something that happens very often in the Four Corners area is occurrences that are similar to this.
0: Okay. Yes.
1: So I don't know if like the local natives are just playing pranks on people. I think that would be really funny. <laughs> I would Because no one is no one is getting hurt. You might be scaring them, but no one is physically getting hurt or like threatened. Right, right. Well, and it's They're kind not of good going on good, your property.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a good defensive thing too. Like it's like, hey, look, we want to maintain our own borders, our own property and whatnot. We're just gonna scare the shit out of these local white folks and just keep them to stay the fuck away. That's, that's fair. True. And like
1: you I, say, they're I not. Really, that would be really funny.
0: Yeah, no, I I like that. That's I think that's a very plausible explanation. That's a great explanation.
1: I I would do that if I was them. That's that's me. Yeah, for sure. And the biggest thing with skinwalkers is the infamous Skinwalker Ranch.
0: Oh, right. I forgot. You had mentioned that last week. It's like, I forgot that we were still going to talk about that. That is probably the one that I've heard the most of. uh, Yeah. Just in terms of Skinwalker stories and whatnot on YouTube and all that.
1: Yeah. And this is located in Southeastern Utah. So in like the Four Corners region area. Yeah. Yeah. And this is one of Utah's most mysterious and most like, Paranormal sights. Makes sense. It has been known to cause unknown and mysterious illness. Oh. There are strange lights, UFO sightings, disembodied voices, and then shape shifting monsters.
0: Jesus.
1: So, skinwalkers.
0: Right, right. Also known as skinwalkers.
1: And. A lot of people have said that the land in this area itself is cursed and that the ranch, that some people call it the Sherman Ranch, is a supernatural place. Hmm. And originally, Terry Sherman owned the land. I don't know if he bought it from someone else or if he... It became a parcel of land and he bought it. And... Hmm. Him and his family lived on it for 18 months before he couldn't stand living there anymore, moved his family off and sold the property. Wow. And it is a total of 512 acres. That's so this piece of land. of land is fucking huge. Yeah, that's a lot of That's enough it's land.
0: Huge. That's enough land where like if weird things were happening happening to you on your ranch, you would just be like, "Honey, I think we should move like like, just several acres over. Like, let's move 10 acres over. You're like, you could just yeah. keep, like, changing where you lived just to see if, like, a different corner of your acreage would be a better place to be.
1: You could. And all of their occurrences kind of began when they first bought the property, which was around June of 1996.
0: six. Ninety six. wow.
1: I know. I was a year old.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Well, that, you well,
0: would have been birthday. eleven. That math doesn't. Oh, it does check out.
1: Okay. It does check out. <laughs> I know how old we are.
0: Man, you're good at math.
1: Wow. It's only because I know it's my age plus ten.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, when you it's when you're easy math. Yeah, when you're on either the zero or the five, it makes it a lot easier. So easy. So so oh, easy.
1: <laughs> so it started with them seeing mysterious crop circles and like potential UFOs and like the lights
0: they're seeing everything <laughs> oh okay yeah if it, it could all be categorized in, under just lights
1: yeah so there's are
0: burning man going on
1: yeah they're waking up they're seeing crop circles in their land and they're like okay that's kind of weird and they're like oh those are some weird lights so like getting some weird like UFO activity okay odd but okay. not super freaked out yet what I think started more of them being really weirded out and freaked out was the mutilation of their cattle. Yeah. Which was not normal.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, like not like predatory kind of stuff.
1: No. And that, because that's the initial reaction when you find a dead animal, dead livestock in your field is. Was it a wolf? Was it a coyote? Like what? Right. What, what kind of problem was it? A dog? <laughs> to, okay. Did someone Some... decide that this cow was theirs? Like what is going on? And the cattle was like systemically and surgically mutilated, Ooh. but there was no blood anywhere. Oh
0: yeah, that that I remember.
1: And that, that is the part it. that is not normal. That is definitely is now, not fucking normal.
0: For anyone who has witnessed pretty much any creature's death in any way, be it some kind of vermin in your own home, even so much as an insect, it's there's very blood. hard. Yeah, there's always blood. There's always some kind of Yeah, that that's pretty hard to avoid. Yeah. you're impossible, one might say.
1: Yeah, there there is blood of some kind. I mean even just because it was, like, the animal being cut open
0: mm, mm-hmm.
1: and, like, and this is going to be graphic, so just mm. warning our listeners, being, like, disemboweled. Oh, yeah. There's no way that isn't bloody. For sure. So that's the part that's really weird. So initially they're like, are we being cursed by, like, vampires? Like, what? What? Is this like? There's no blood anywhere, and then it's like, okay, like, is this like a chupacabra type thing? I was gonna what say, is? I just,
0: I just love the idea of them, like, you know, it's like, it's like, pa, pa gets up the family and he's like, everybody grab some flashlights, we gotta go check on these cows, we're missing one. They get out there, and they're like, you could just see the family all standing around, like, but pa, there's no blood, there's no blood anywhere, like, no, there's
1: no blood. Like,
0: Boy, there's got to be blood somewhere. <laughs> just somewhat like there's a little bit of a lull in the conversation of like speculation and stuff. And one of them's just like, Yeah. Am I, I going to have to say that? Are, are we dealing with vampires? Dad, this looks like vampires. I don't know about the rest of you. There's no fucking blood. Yeah. I think this is vampires.
1: It's the no blood that's the really weird part. For sure. And then they started seeing some weird, mysterious, large animals. That weren't behaving the way that like normal predatory animals that they've encountered have. Right. So most notably was that giant wolf. He had a what he thought was a wolf that he shot at close range multiple times with a rifle.
0: Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I think this, yeah, that's the only reason I said that. I think this is the one I've heard before. Yeah, they have this encounter with this, like, not even insanely large, but very clearly unusually large wolf.
1: Yeah, and it was, like, as if this wolf was not affected in any form being shot by this rifle.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he does not give a fuck. It's like...
1: I was like, Uh,
0: I've been here before. I'll be here after. Whatever. Yeah. I'm a a giant supernatural wolf. Fuck you guys.
1: And he was able to chase the wolf off. And as it was like running away, just like disappeared into thin air. Mike, that's not normal.
0: And the fact that you
1: shot at this animal multiple times at close range and nothing happened is unusual.
0: And what they describe as chased off, the wolf describes as I got fucking bored and I went home. Yeah, and they're so these fuckers on this ranch are so boring.
1: Yeah, they're like I don't want to do this. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> they're like I really wanted a sheep, but ugh, if you're gonna put up this much of a fuss, I... no, the gun doesn't hurt. I just I don't like the loud noise it's and so... the ugh. yeah. I, I was yeah, I didn't yeah. I just came out here because I just wanted a snack. I didn't know you guys were gonna. Oh my God, they're still yeah. Okay, I'll go home. Jesus. Yeah,
1: ugh, and then Jesus, the. No Second encounter that he had was he could not really get a good look at this one. It was some sort of like humanoid creature watching him from a tree, so like up in a tree. So could have been a cougar
0: because they oh. like to be up in
1: trees. I'm gonna yep. just throw that out as possible debunking. Is that could have been a cougar of some kind?
0: And especially depending on the on like the the daylight. Like the, the light that it is like, if it's at night or whatever, it would just look like a sort of amorphous black silhouette. Yeah. You wouldn't necessarily know it to be like a large cat.
1: And he did see that it had bright yellow eyes.
0: Cat. (laughs) Cat. Like, okay, yeah, it's a cat.
1: And he shot at the creature. I don't know if he hit it in any way. Yeah. And scared it off. But it left behind some unusual tracks, which I really wish I had a photo of. This, what, <laughs> what?
0: what? what? I'm not gonna lie, that scared the shit out of me for just a second. <laughs> <scared> it.
1: <laughs> it was his hat. Oh, I'm sorry, Where <laughs> they're on the catching counter. Oh, yeah, oh, shit. Here take these with you i had a few hi. he says hi. hi
0: matt says hi <laughs> i was just engrossed enough that when i saw that fly i, was I like, saw what him the open fuck? the
1: door out of the corner of my eye and i glanced over and was like yeah that's him and then we Wait, okay like,
0: well yeah and you didn't react like enough for me to pick up on so all of a sudden this thing flies by i didn't know yeah. what the fuck it was it looked like a crow to me i was like what the hell is happening <laughs>
1: Oh, That's, that was fun! It's, it's just a my fiance walker. scaring, scaring people. <laughs> it's a skin. He's a skinwalker now. Grow, <laughs> <gasps> uh, So the footprints that it left behind was like six inches in diameter.
0: Okay.
1: With two sharp claws, like protruding from the rear. Okay. Kind of so maybe. almost it. Could have been more of, like, a bird of prey or, like, raptor-type claw, but with the weight of something larger like a cougar. Well, but on the... Did it have any on the front? No. So it's like
0: an elephant foot, but then, like, with back claws.
1: Well, I think it... That's the thing, is I couldn't get enough of a description as to what the rest of the foot was. Like, does it have padding, like, a bear or... Any sort of like wolf, dog, cat type creature? yeah would you have. Would,
0: yeah, you would assume it would be similar is it more whether, like, like a indigenous creatures deer? Like yeah, what? yeah, yeah, that's an important
1: question, yeah. And the thing that he said was most notable was that, like it was too embedded to be something that was like a bird of prey. Just because of how deep the indentation was, but that, like, it wasn't like a known predator. I'm like, this is like the giant, like, Bigfoot footprint where it's like, this could be a Bigfoot. And that's like, or a bear. Well,
0: just listening to you describe it, like I'm envisioning myself as like a park ranger or like a local sheriff, like holding a pad and a pencil and like describing it to him, like what? And just like looking at his partner and being like, "This is all fucking bullshit," isn't it? <laughs>
1: like, yeah, that's is that? Well, that is how I felt reading it because, <laughs> like,
0: officer, look, it's got these hooks on the back. Well, what does the rest of the foot look like? I don't know. I didn't see it all that good. It was dark and I was scared. So it only well, has even just on the back? Taking
1: well, I don't know. a photo, even if like it may not have been, it's not like a photo like what we have now, still sure. could have been a quality film photo. Yeah. Would have proved so much more than just trying to describe it because well, exactly. I'm like, this doesn't make sense to me.
0: Well, exactly. Because then they bring it back to the station and they're like, I don't know. Old man Johnson is yeah. losing his mind. He gave us a- well, and I even had um I was listening to a podcast the other day where they were talking about how, you know, even when we were kids, just the idea of having like a camera on you all the time and everything is digital now. So even on your phone, you can take a picture of something and have mm-hmm. software that will allow you to edit it, to make it look real and and look realistic. And so we have naturally become yeah. more skeptical, but in the past they didn't have anything like that. So like if you saw a photo that someone like had developed You just kind of had to take it at face value because it's like they didn't do anything to this photo. They took it off a fucking like disposable Kodak fucking thing. They brought it to a shop and this is what it looks like. It's like, yeah, it was way more convincing. So even if you're describing a photo, it's like, well, they have to be telling the truth about this photo. It's a photograph.
1: It just is what it is. Yeah. I am just telling Gabriel that I I want... (laughs) strawberry just, milk from yeah. 711.
0: <laughs> I, I was literally about to say are you texting Gabriel?
1: Yes. <laughs> Didn't he just get home? He's leaving again? He's just going to the 711 like down the street.
0: I do miss um having a gas station like near my place. I miss that so, especially like a 24-hour one. Oh my god.
1: Yeah. He did this at our old place cuz there was a also, a gas station just across the street, so we'd be nice. like, "I'm gonna go run over there real quick," and I'm like, "Okay, bye." <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah, I. I okay, missed that See you later.
0: So good.
1: I'll come back. It's <laughs> like back five minutes away.
0: It's fine. He can be dr- well. I also miss that too, like just being drunk off my ass and just like I want <laughs> some like, oh, fucking a snack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want some fucking Doritos, <laughs> and then I'm like kind of doing that drunk math of like, well, it's gonna be like ten minutes down. And then I gotta find cash because I don't know. Where's my wallet? And then I'm like, I should probably take Samus out because it's been a while. Yeah. And I'm like, how much work do I want to do? And it's like, well, I'm already taking Samus out, so I may as well go to the gas station.
1: Yeah. So then two years later in 1998 he then sold the property to Real estate magnet and UFO enthusiast, ha, Robert Bigelow, yeah. who bought the entire 500 acre plus property for $200,000, which is a fucking Whoa. steal. I was going to say, well, it's like haunted, For how much you know. land it is. It's, yeah. I mean, it might be haunted and it might be cursed, but for how big it is, that's like super cheap.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
1: So then... Under the National Institute for Discovery Science, he set up around the clock surveillance, hoping wow. to get to the bottom of these paranormal claims. So he is all about this.
0: Well, and oddly enough, like just the price he got for it would lend credibility to all the claims because, like, look, these people want to get the fuck out of here.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think, honestly, the fact that they're like, hey, just take it, basically.
0: Right, right, yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a whole shitload.
1: He himself was unable to capture any like physical UFO evidence and surveillance, mm. and at least none that he has shared. Because it is possible that he could have found something and was told to keep it to himself.
0: That would seem kind of odd, though.
1: I mean, it, it would it, seem it, odd because he was super gung ho about well, it.
0: Exactly. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like you could, there's conceivably a a scenario where he would comply with that. But the whole point was he wanted to find this stuff. So presumably if he did find evidence, he wouldn't be keeping it so close to the chest.
1: Well, it is possible that if he found evidence, he didn't like what he found. Oh, and he was afraid of what he found. Okay. Fair enough. I think that's also a, a possibility that what he found was so scary and horrifying. And he's like, if I pretend this doesn't exist, it's not going to come back.
0: You know, maybe he got to meet some super cool, like alien bros. And they're like, look, man, you earth isn't ready for this. You seem cool. Tell
1: people about us. Like shit's going to hit the fan. And like, it's going to be a whole shit show.
0: Look, do we have to take your cell phone? Look, don't make us take your cell phone. Okay. We'll We'll let you keep this. We'll let you keep the cell phone, but, like, you got to not release that footage, bro. You can't do it, bro. Yeah.
1: Although, while under his ownership, he, too, encountered strange animals and <laughs> cattle mutilation.
0: Okay, so, yeah, that also, like, he wouldn't so be releasing certain So, that still kept occurring. Things. Right, right. He wouldn't be releasing, like, certain anecdotes and then not releasing the others. That wouldn't make any yeah. sense. Well, he's like, i got to make a buck. I mean... I've got animals that are getting exsanguinated on my property, but I'm not going to talk about the aliens.
1: Yeah. And the one that he said was most notable for him was less than an hour after they had just seen that this specific cow was alive and healthy in the middle of the day. Oh, Oh, no. So a lot of the other ones were noticed, like, the next morning. Okay. This was, like, broad daylight Next thing they know, cows dead in the fields, no blood, disemboweled.
0: That is pretty compelling. That's fucked yeah. up.
1: And some people believe that their equipment just was not capable of capturing what you can see, like, with the human eye. Okay. I'm like, you know, that's possible. This was the mid-late 90s. Mm-hmm. So it is possible. Late nineties, early two thousands, the technology was only so good, right? For sure. And
0: even, even if you're at the point where you have like phone or uh, cameras on your phone, it's like half a megapixel, and they just look yeah, anyway, it's not yeah.
1: high quality by any means.
0: Uh, yeah, not even close.
1: And the National Institute for Discovery Science disbanded in 2004. Uh-huh. But they kept the maintenance of the property until 2016 when they wow. sold it to Brandon Fugel, who initially renamed remained anonymous for 4 years. So he bought the property anonymously, didn't tell anyone that he bought it for four years, which yeah. You're going to love this reason.
0: I was going to say, I hope
1: there's a reason for this. It seems like a weird thing to do. So he brought it forth that he owned the property because the History Channel started a reality TV show called The Secret of Skinwalker Ranch. And that is when he was like, yeah, it's my property.
0: Well, okay. Look, I can't hold that against him because,
1: like, I mean, it's a good way to, like, bring about addressing a lot of like the questions that him and other oh, sure. people have about it, you know, bring someone no, it, who has the money and resources.
0: Yeah. It just makes me sad for remembering what the history channel has become,
1: which not even to be fair, not even that this isn't
0: history. It's just, they have really leaned into the like sort of crypto zoology and pseudo-science I think it's like the leaning
1: into like the reality TV part of it. Oh
0: yeah. Okay. There's also that for sure.
1: Cause like I just... don't get me wrong. I love a good episode of ghost adventures, but I do right. think that that's like reality TV. Oh, for sure. You oh, yeah. have to take yes. it with a grain of salt because there's, there's well, so much of it that, you know, is like dramatized and like oh, yeah. all of that.
0: Well, and, and that's why like, I do not blame him at all for like taking the paycheck. Cause it's like,
1: no yeah, History
0: channels, making some fucking content and there's plenty of them. To why get not out of make this. money off yeah. Of it?
1: Yeah, I do. It's. Is there an explanation as to why he kept it quiet? Like, I think because of the stigma around the property, and then once he was able to get like the History Channel on board, well, he's like, just, "Well, this is gonna be so much more popular. Like, it's not gonna be so sure. negative that I own it."
0: But like, was he a rancher? I mean, I have
1: no idea what he does. Okay. He cuz i guess the, in my, my... the the photos i've seen of him and i saw one photo mm-hmm. in total and it's him with post malone and he's dressed <laughs> up like a preacher okay <laughs> he looks what? like a what? preacher in what he's wearing the,
0: not post malone
1: this no post malone looks like a freaking security guard ghost hunter what? and this dude yeah, looks like say. he's about to like baptize you with the holy ghost
0: I might have to check this shit out. This is so funny.
1: Because they're again
0: like, why would you keep it secret? You want to hang out with Post Malone? Why are you keeping this all under wraps? Post Malone. This whole story has taken a turn that I was not expecting. I never expected well, Post Malone. And then Malone like every
1: photo I try to bring up, it's like part of it is like cropped out.
0: Oh. Redacted.
1: It's it's like the photo was... What you're saying and, like, is Post Malone became
0: like, Post Malone became Post Alone.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, Fuck
0: you guys, that's funny.
1: I am going to share this with you so you can look at this photo and see what I am seeing. Yes, please. So he... I would say he looks like if... Bob Saget became a preacher. That is like the look and vibe that I am getting.
0: I'm here for it. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. That's.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You see Post Malone sitting there like he looks like some security guard dude. That's going to like come after you and like pop Um, a cap in your ass.
0: Yeah, like a very young Bob Saget. Otherwise, um, for anyone who's a Scrubs fan, uh, Zach Braff. He kind of looks... What am I looking at? This is the weirdest. Why is Post Malone here?
1: So I think it was like during COVID when he went on like his whole ghost hunting thing and like he went to like the Zach Baggins Museum and like a few other stuff. I think he stopped here like on the way or something.
0: He's dressed like Neo. Not Post Malone. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, he's dressed oh, yeah, like no. he's in the Matrix. This is some weird sh- <laughs> We've already talked about some weird shit in this episode. That's kind of the weirdest. What is fucking happening there? <gasps> oh no. Stay strong, Craig. Yeah. You're right Oh,
1: we're back. Okay. Okay. I I I like lost you for a second there. Yeah. I no. He he looks like a dude from the Matrix mixed with like a preacher, and Bob Saget. Yeah,
0: it's. Yeah, he's like, I'm the one. This is why I Matrix, don't think he's but... a
1: rancher because ranchers don't no, dress like no. that.
0: Yeah. No. That question is gone. It, it. But even still, it makes me wonder, like, why. Uh, cause not to put words in your mouth, but the way that you phrased it, it sounded like he specifically wanted to stay under wraps, but those pictures do not present the image of someone who wants to be unknown. Like what?
1: I, I think he wanted to be unknown until it benefited him.
0: Okay. Yeah. I,
1: cause either way, you know, he like... looks fucking weird with shows like ghost adventures and stuff getting more popular i could see him being like hey this place could be like a gold mine
0: yeah he could yeah he could just sit on it like until the time because he could
1: have bought it initially just for the fact that it's a huge parcel of land he could get it for cheap and like section it off and like sell the real estate make great money doing that
0: And then Post Malone shows up on your doorstep. And then
1: Post Malone shows up and says, hey, Hey, I'm here.
0: You got any skinwalkers or whatever?
1: Yeah. Bro. Although his show brought up more questions than answers.
0: You don't say.
1: (laughs) One of them being why electronic equipment regularly fails. Uh Like that is a thing that happens all the damn time.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: And a lot of them also had to do with like his head of security. And like, <laughs> is his name actually Dragon or is that just what people shut, call
0: him? Shut the fuck up. His security guy is named Dragon.
1: Also, I, is it
0: like Red Dragon or
1: just like Dragon? That
0: is fucking weird. <laughs>
1: I think it's like a nickname and he's just like, yeah, I go by Dragon. Oh, it's definitely
0: a nickname. He—that That is a name he gave to himself. <laughs> that is without a doubt. He leads a group of security guys and he, he was that nerd who went to like Taekwondo when he was a kid, but he still got beat up by bullies. And now that he's an adult, he's like, he demands respect and he goes by Dragon. But yeah. <laughs> that is a very odd professional name. Um, I'm still not entirely unconvinced that it's not post Malone.
1: Yeah, it's, it's odd. And of that, there are like things people are trying to figure out as to re- the reason as to what is going on at mm-hmm. ranch. Is it paranormal? Potentially. Uh, the number one theory is people are lying to get money. Mm. No. it's like with any haunted cryptid thing is money. So that's it's not surprising at all. Yeah, that is the one
0: explanation you can never rule out. Yeah. Like, that's always going to be a possibility.
1: Theory number two is there are extraterrestrial visitors, which... Also unsurprising, and I feel like that explains all of the occurrences the most, because you have, like, the lights, the flying objects, the strange voices, electrical disturbances, and the cattle mutilation.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That does fit a lot of, like, uh, like various stories, even from, like, other parts of the country. Like, that's a similar sort of M.O.
1: Yeah, so that, to me, that one makes the most sense. Outside of lying to get money.
0: I was I... going to say, just for me, that's number one, like, by a lot. <laughs> yes. But we're going to go through all of them anyway. So, yeah, no, I, I do like the, yeah, the extraterrestrial, the details of it fits really well.
1: Yeah. Uh, the next is that it is interdimensional visitors.
0: I'm done. no. Nope. <laughs>
1: Pass. <laughs> I <laughs> am One, done with the story. <laughs> Goodbye. Look, aliens was enough. Like, well, because that's
0: also aliens. I'm just saying, like, that's...
1: not. I could be like people from another like timeline, dimension. But, yeah, this yeah. it's like another way of saying aliens. And that's that... what I'm saying. It,
0: it, that's this it's the same thing, kind of.
1: Yeah, like but I understand that it is different. But... That. Skinwalker Ranch has portals to another world or dimension and that (laughs) this would explain a lot of, like, the anomalies. Okay. But does not necessarily explain cattle mutilation unless you're going off of the alien idea of it.
0: Well, yeah, like, as far-fetched as I feel like the alien's idea is... This one is so much more. Well, right? When you started saying interdimensional, I'm like, look, we can we can technically easily conceive of the idea that there are other beings out in the like universe and they have constructed technology that can bring us them here. We have literally no concept of alternate dimensions <laughs> that people travel yeah. from. But I do love the idea too, that like, in terms of the cattle mutilation, maybe that's just a byproduct. Like every time they come yeah. here, just a cow gets, a cow gets
1: mutilated. Yeah. Well, I did think f- about that, and I was like, that <laughs> could happen. And it's like, well, that's a sacrifice we're willing to make. Darn.
0: It's either a cow that they have to bring with them to allow them to travel, or they have to pinpoint their travel on one of our cows, and then it uses oh, up all of their blood. It's blood magic. So they it, have to it would
1: be blood magic, and that yeah. would make a lot more sense. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure it would that makes.
0: Okay, so number three is interdimensional blood cow travel.
1: And our last one, number four.
0: Yes. Oh.
1: I had oh, a good I... laugh at this one, as it's that yeah. geophysical processes are causing people to hallucinate. I actually like that one the most. Again, I get... does Second. not explain anything about the cattle. No,
0: and it's easily second, uh, again, to the idea of, like, someone just wanting to make money. But yeah, that at least,
1: to me... This would explain all the other stuff, like your mind's playing a trick on you. Right. And this was developed by neuroscientist Michael Persinger. And it's the idea that tectonic shifts, seismic activities, geomagnetic fields, and other naturally occurring things... Would affect your brainwaves and basically cause you to hallucinate. So, increased activities equals hallucinations. Okay, which then so again, that like, would explain a lot of things except yeah. the cattle.
0: And I am, for me at least, putting that at number two because I still think number one is easily people just wanting to get money. But I think like. So. Above aliens and interdimensional travel, I do think that that is at least like earthly based where it's like, okay, under these extremely specific circumstances, this phenomenon happens that causes people to hallucinate and see yeah. giant wolves that don't give a fuck about guns. Yeah.
1: Okay. And Interesting. I am going to say a quick PSA for anyone who is like, oh, well, like this place sounds cool. I want to go visit it. Don't. Yeah. It's it's still private property.
0: Oh, okay, for sure.
1: You cannot visit without being invited. Their head of security, Dragon, is said <laughs> to be a pretty tough guy, so...
0: <laughs> well, his name is Dragon. He breathes
1: yes. fire. And I don't know if any of it still operates as, like, a ranch or a farm. And for anyone uh-huh. who is not familiar, if it does... There are certain things farmers can do, if it's the if it involves the endangerment of their livestock.
0: Oh, so, okay, yeah.
1: You could get shot at, and you, it depending on what kind of livestock, you could get attacked by a dog.
0: Oh yeah, that well, is always a possibility. I, and depending on like the local laws and stuff, they probably don't have to provide a whole lot of evidence in terms no. of like. And like if basically if you're just trespassing, they can probably shoot at you and just be like, Well, they were on my land. I don't know what they're doing. I felt threatened. Boom, I'm gonna How shoot. How do them. I know
1: they're not gonna mutilate my cows?
0: We we have a history of We have a
1: problem with this here. Yeah, so
0: yeah, So <laughs> that guy's getting some buckshot.
1: So, you know, don't go running you know, onto the cool. ranch without knowing if you can be invited.
0: Yeah, don't pull another like Area Fifty One invasion thing on the ranch. Don't, you're
1: gonna... yeah. Don't do it. There are other places nearby where, if you feel like you have to get your UFO sighting fix, you can go there.
0: Oh, real? That's cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's like um like that. campsites and stuff all around the area. So
0: oh, okay. Go to a that of, instead. A lot of touristy trap stuff.
1: Yeah, better God, than fun. you know, trespassing and.
0: Being you know? eaten by a dog.
1: Yeah. And um, so fun thing about skinwalkers I want to touch on is yeah. seeing them in pop culture.
0: Oh, okay. And I, I am going to warn. This is maybe like supernatural or something. I'm going
1: to warn people real quick that um, I actually saw this on an episode of Outlander in like season four. So if anyone does not want spoilers.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: Be done now. Oh, no. And like, I'm not going to get into anything like super specific, but this does touch on like one specific thing for like a specific episode. So yeah. that's why I'm saying it as a spoiler. But never is watched that, it. are you, is this going to spoil it for you?
0: Probably not. Let's roll. Okay.
1: Okay. <laughs> and it's like, cause I can just not talk about it, but I, I thought this well, was really interesting.
0: Oh yeah.
1: So, in the show in the fourth season the tribe that i th- i think it's the mohawk tribe that they like interact with the most they have an instance where like they're kind of being terrorized by this thing and they're not really sure if it's animal or human because they can't quite get a good look at it and come to find out it is what they they're like oh my god like this was a, a person And then, like, someone for the tribe, like, sees this interaction where they end up killing the guy. And, you know, for protection, because it's you or them. And they're like, yeah, no, this guy is, like, a variation of, like, their skinwalker, kind of. And that he was, like, terrorizing their people. And he's wearing, like, a bear suit. Which is why they couldn't tell if it was human or not. Because he had, like, this bear on yeah, so they huh. thought it was a bear. And they're like, yeah, no, he was ostracized from our tribe because he laid with a woman who was not willing to receive his advances. So we oh, disowned him. That's a good reason. And because of that, he like went mad and became a skinwalker.
0: And they're like, you did kit. us a
1: great service because you, this guy's been terrorizing us. Jesus, okay. But they're also like, yeah, we didn't really think it was important to tell you this because we didn't think he'd be a problem. (laughs) (laughs) But seeing something uh. like that, like in a more like modern pop culture was like really cool. And I was like, oh, I kind of know what this is a little bit more.
0: Yeah, and it's a realistic sort of interpretation of what it could be because, like, he's terrorizing yeah. this group of people while just kind of wearing a bear skin. So it's, it's. Yeah. I like the believability of these people don't even necessarily have to have real like mystical powers; they could just yeah. be very cunning and disguise themselves well and just make people believe things. That
1: and uh, I think part of it with believe. like him slipping into madness and that he became more animalistic in nature.
0: Oh, okay, yeah.
1: Because, like, he was kicked out of his home. He had nowhere to go and just kind of spiraled.
0: Right, right. Yeah, so he he kind of created this persona of this bear skinwalker person and yeah. sort of took over everything that he was. Yeah, like, he lost his whole community. And he, his like, lost his
1: community. humanity. Wow. Which... It was like really cool to kind of see that side of it, but also see a bit of like the different side of like skinwalkers in a way that's not like, ooh, magic. Right, right. (laughs) So I just wanted to throw that out there because I thought that 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 was like a cool way to show that.
0: I agree. Well, and just in terms of the episodes and like the makeup of the TV show, that was like a standalone. It was just sort of its own
1: um so it i'd say as far as the store like that specific story was kind of more of a standalone in like the broader story so it's like in the story with them like coming to america and kind of like surviving as Mm -hmm. like kind of this more frontier lifestyle in the new england area having like all these little things where it's like, oh, you wouldn't necessarily think about like X, Y, and Z and like this is a more accurate portrayal of this versus like living in Boston.
0: I'm gonna be completely honest, I don't think I had any concept of what Outlander was. I think I think I thought it was like a post apocalyptic like fantasy. No, story. no, no, no.
1: So it's um I love this show, so I get, like, really excited about it. It's, Disney it's popped got me up on my it Netflix. Actually.
0: It's popped up on my Netflix. I, I'm certain it's in my Netflix queue. I've seen it pop yeah. up a lot.
1: So it takes place in, like, Scotland and England initially. Okay. And it covers, like, the Jacobite Rebellion. But it's also a love story. Oh. So it's, like, kind of an idea of star-crossed lovers mixed with, like, time travel, but also accurate historical events and occurrences. Wait,
0: so they do have people from, like, modern times that, like, go back?
1: So, like, the main character travels from, like, the 1940s to okay. 17, like, 50-something.
0: It, does it have Nick Frost in it, by chance? no, um, oh wait, Nick um, Frost? I think it's...
1: Hold on.
0: Yeah, Nick... Um, Simon Pegg and, uh... Rather jovial, larger gentleman? What the fuck show? I,
1: I don't know. It has my favorite actor, Sam Hugan in it. I just like looking at him.
0: Okay, well, now I'm going to have to... Nick Frost is in a show that I'm thinking of that is called Something Different. Oh, no, that's not the show I'm thinking of. Okay. okay. I don't know what show I'm thinking of, but... um. Either way, that, yeah, uh, now that I looked that up, it it is definitely something that has popped up on my Netflix queue before. And I've I've only heard great things about it.
1: I like that it's got, like, the elements of a love story. And, I mean, I'm also a big fan of, like, historical dramas, just because, like, they're fun. It's like, oh, things in the past. But I also like that there's also, like, accurate, like, fighting and stuff like that.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't really it's know. It's accurate to the time
1: period, but yeah, that was my little thing about that. And that is our story for the week.
0: Wow. That went yeah. a whole lot of places, actually. I, I, I we like did. that we, we got so much into Skinwalkers initially that I forgot that we were also still talking about Skinwalker Ranch.
1: Yes. Well, because I feel like you can't talk about Skinwalkers... Or Skinwalker well, Ranch without giving right. more specifics about Skinwalkers.
0: Yeah, you want to have the proper context for like what it is. I definitely was not expecting Post Malone to show up yeah. and to look exactly how you described him, just as like this weird sort of security bro. And um, he looks like Post Malone with all of his weird uh, face tattoos and stuff.
1: I would love to meet Post Malone just because I've heard he's such a great person. I was, I was just gonna say, yeah. And then I've, he's just like so kind.
0: Yeah, I, I also have seen a few little clips on YouTube about him where he's like, yeah, I know I have a look that doesn't necessarily like, cla- or uh, mesh it well does exactly not scream with.
1: Scream like kind and caring. Right? No, he looks <laughs> like he's been <laughs> to prison like a lot. He does. He does. And- yeah, he looks and like, like he would beat your ass.
0: He does. Yeah. He looks like the guy that you don't want to fuck with. He looks like the dude no. who's gotten like a bunch of like prison, like pen stick tattoos. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, he will, he will cut, he will cut you. But yeah, no, I've, I've only heard the same thing that he just, he's apparently a really nice guy, <laughs> which is great. That
1: just like kind of solidifies where it's like, Oh, celebrities mm. can be good people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it could be indicative of just him having a a life before stardom that is uh different uh, than he is now and helped shape who he yeah. is. So there you go. That's true. Well, so, yeah, um That
1: is I Do you have ratings?
0: Oh my god. I I started off the whole thing was talking about how like I didn't care for uh, <clears throat> pigs in a blanket and if you are like, you like me it? Oh my god. I'm I, I might have to give it a 10. It was so fucking good. I liked it way better than I thought I would. And I got some like the spicy mustard that I like. And I, especially when I got to the one that I put the onions in, uh, only complaint is I want to put like five times as many onions in the next time, just overflowing yeah. and just gross with onions. It was, Um. I, uh, if, yeah, if you're like me and you don't like it with the Pillsbury croissant rolls, Give uh, just regular Give the old puff puff-
1: pastry a try.
0: Oh, God. It was so good. And then, well, and I, I put it in there and it said the thing that I looked up said, like, cook for 17 minutes. I ended up flipping them over and cooking for another, like, five minutes. Okay. Um, and they still didn't look done, but the pastry was definitely cooked through. So, like, it was... Okay that's um, at
1: least good. The pastry's got to be cooked through,
0: yeah. oh, it was it was very good. It's very hot too. I did let it sit for a while. I cut them in half and let it rest a bit. Um okay. And the drink. I mean, the drink was just a little bit more sour than I th- i I followed the recipe again, But then again, I also changed a lot of the ingredients. but
1: I thought it was kind of on the sour side. I oh okay. Initially, I did not have it mixed up the way it should have been. I, Do you just stir? I did mix it, and then I didn't mix it enough because it was, like, all lime juice, and I was like, oh, oh.
0: Yeah.
1: that is too much. So then I mixed it more, and it was better. I mean... I'd probably well, give the pigs in a blanket a 10 and I think I'd give the drink like an eight just cause it was like, I would adjust that part a little bit.
0: Yeah. I think the drink for me is, is a, probably a seven together. They're a nine. Uh, yeah. I was not ex- primarily just because I was not expecting to like the pigs in the blanket so much. And, um, they really exceeded my expectations on this one, but, yeah. uh, yeah, no the little that I've learned from some of our past experiments is l- a little bit of lime juice goes a long way. And I did yeah, follow. I
1: did not exercise that here. I <laughs> and, I, well, should and it have. Was- I did not.
0: Cause I added like double the, um, well and there again, I'm not using grenadine. I'm not using something that's like super sugary. I was using the starburst ice water thing. Um, but I added, uh, like two and a half times the amount of the starburst starburst water, stuff and it was still a little too lime-ish so i I could have yeah a little bit of like i said the the lesson i have been learning over the course of all this is a little bit of lime goes a long way i uh i don't know that much yeah
1: i'm gonna be doing that next time
0: yeah, that's and speaking of next time, if, uh, if you have any suggestions for us, either episode ideas or pairings or whatnot, uh, please email us at peculiarpairingspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at peculiarpairpod. You can find us on Instagram at peculiarpairingspod, and uh, check us out on Patreon. Why not?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah.
0: Uh, what uh, do... Oh, that's the other... Do, do, do we know what we're doing next week?
1: Yes, we are going to be talking about Barry Morphew.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that already. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I got some special personal notes that I hunted down for everyone. So that's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, that's going to be exciting. So everybody stay tuned and uh, thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.
1: welcome to the dead podcast i'm your host desi and on this podcast i discuss all things spooky and weird from ghosts demons religion to folklore urban legends true crime and all things paranormal with some horror movie reviews sprinkled in so join me on this spooky ride